Hey, Trey. Hi, Adam. I didn't like that at all. I know it was backwards. You should should not have put me on the spot like that. I'm going to get this out of the way right now at the beginning of the episode. Oh, God, what did you do? Behind you, uh, on the other side of the wall, is like a sump pump Mm -hmm. for our basement. Because when we moved in, there were a lot of flooding issues. Uh, Not a lot, but like a little more than you want in a music studio. Sure. Uh, (laughs) Okay. How much so, do you want in a music studio? None. Preferably. Okay, great. Um, so now there there was a sump pump there. There's a new one over there now. But that one, when the people came in to like redo some like floors or something in here, they walled it off so they could put concrete around it. And they didn't take the like kind of like cardboard like walling to stop the concrete out. Mm-hmm. So now when the sump pump engages... Um, it won't disengage on its own. It'll just stay running forever. Oh, weird. Which is not good for it. It is doing its job. But all this to say that when I inevitably stand up while we're talking, walk behind you, open the door, and turn off the sump pump, I just, we're going fully meta, and everybody's just going to know that that's happening. Okay. I feel like there was a much more graceful way to announce that than this. I could have just stood up and screamed, some pump, <laughs> as I walked across. I, I also recognize that there is a less graceful way of doing it. Thank I you. I don't understand. <laughs> but, okay. Thank you for letting me know at the start of this podcast. I didn't and how was you your week, before. Adam? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what, do you actually want to talk about how your, was your week, Adam? Oh, uh, do, do, I, you, do you, I want to talk about what? I have nothing. That's all I wanted to say. That's, all, that's your whole week? Oh, we're not going to get into that. Okay, fine. It's been a long week, ladies okay. and, and, and gentlemen, all the people in the land. It's been the longest week that I've experienced in a while. Oh, wow. And that's all I'll say about oh. that. Okay, great. You got everything you need to know, audience. (laughs) Oh, my God. And how was your week, Adam? I said Uh, that already. (laughs) Oh, I I didn't hear it. Uh, You said it. Did did you just? No. Um, No, you didn't. (laughs) Um, My my week has gone very well. Um, I'm officially cleared to close on my condo. And it has been moved up a week. So, which doesn't, I'm not letting it affect my move date anyway. Um, But, yeah, it is now, you know, a, a week earlier than it would have been, which means I'll probably use that extra week to like slowly move stuff over before the big move, just to like make the big move a little bit easier. Um, and just like, I don't know, it's mine. I want to enjoy it a little bit, like take pictures, maybe come up with some ideas of what kind of art I want, what kind of, um, if there's any new furniture that I need, um, what I want to do with Go the lay space. Go lay on the floor and scream into the empty condo. I well, I could do that if I wanted to, but I also don't want to piss off my neighbors, so I'm I'm probably not I'm gonna pass on that. But love the thought. First love impressions are everything, so if you don't want to be bothered, <laughs> I think the the best way to start is by just screaming. We're going to ignore the advice of Trey for huh. the foreseeable future, is what we're gonna do. But yeah, I mean, um, other than that. I don't know, like nothing, nothing huge for me. Like that, I mean, that's huge. I think that's that's a pretty big thing and I'm very excited for it. 
Um, but yeah, otherwise, oh yeah, uh, next week. I think, it, yeah, next week. Next week I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in San Francisco for work. Oh. Forgot about that. Can figure that out later. Um, but that's exciting. I love going to, I love traveling yeah, there. It's That's it, cool. Yeah, I like it. So it'll be a fun Bring you time. back. Nothing. Okay. I've been to San Francisco twice before, and I have brought you back nothing each time, so I wouldn't expect it this way. It's a work trip. It's not vacation, although I treat it like a vacation. Fully treat it like a vacation. Everything you're saying is contradicting everything you're saying. <laughs> I, no, it's not Bring a- Bring me back. What is San Francisco famous for? Like- Gays. Yes. <laughs> Queer culture. I'm not bringing you back anything. All right. Fulsome. Not no, I'm not bringing you back anything. Fine. Take a picture. When was the last Take time you brought back to me? Nope. You've never brought me back anything from vacation, so unless I was on it myself and then I bought it myself. Which <laughs> yeah, does not that, count. That doesn't count. <laughs> You're uh, trying to think and that's really sad. Yeah, I can't think of a thing. Mm-hmm. So let's just um be weary of I that. I brought you my 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 stunning personality. No, you didn't. <laughs> you certainly brought me a personality. That works. So what are we talking about, yeah. Trey? Since I, that's usually your line to me. Oh, God. Which I is funny remember. because you uh, asked me that about three <laughs> seconds before we started this episode. Yeah, I don't remember. No, it's uh, we're talking about sets. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about um, as much as we can on sets that we haven't already talked about because we did a lot on like scene transitions and all of that in a in our previous episode on stage management a lot of things connect yeah i mean that's that's the way of of community theater um but we want really wanted to focus on um you know the set set building and strike um i feel like we really are and we didn't i mean i know we mentioned this when we were picking out themes but mm -hmm. like I feel like we really have like we're almost at the point now where we've touched on every like basic thing yeah. about theater. Season? This is my way of softening the blow that our season is about to end. Yeah, we're we're a few episodes away from ending our season and the, this is our basic season. This is the yeah. let's let's dip our toe in the water of these different things and then and next season who knows what it's going to yeah. be about. Not us. We don't We've know not yet. yet. Not yet, but we will definitely be going deeper. So why did keep you that look at mind. me like that when you said that? Um, don't worry about it, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's dive right into sets. Um, starting with just overall, this is something that I I think um, I go back and forth on a lot, and I get a lot like sure. So so I can be swayed on this, which usually I'm pretty <gasps> steadfast in my my opinions, but right I go down back and the forth. Date, ladies and gentlemen. I know, right? Um, for a long time, you know, specifically when it came to community theater, I'd always kind of operated under the belief that sets should not be as important and as like highly invested in in comparison to other elements of the show. Um, I've very much been like, like I, a, a nice set is a nice set, but at the end of the day, people come to see people and not sets. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like a lot of investment is put into big, beautiful sets for one reason or another, when at the end of the day, you can have an amazing set and not invest in as much in the people, in the cast, in the the music, and all of those things that um, sure. audiences really enjoy. Trey, Trey is going to deal with the sump pump right now, and I'm just going to keep talking because I'm a professional. Um, and Trey will keep listening because he's a professional. But, oh, my God. Slam the door a little harder while we're recording. It's a sticky door. Sam, you can edit all that out, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Did we just have the first appearance of Sam's voice? Yeah, outside of TikTok, yeah. Amazing. Um, Anywho, so... so I feel like like what my experience is that sets are just more invested in than the elements that people really come to community theater for. Sure. But I have people have made really great arguments that that isn't the case. And what what are your thoughts? What not to say so I am not disparaging any set builders or set designers. In fact, I want one of you to marry me. Um, right, we have talked about that. Yes, but I just think in the when it comes to community theater, which has limited budgets, the the financial investment should go elsewhere, at least primarily. But I feel like that's that's not what's happening. What are your thoughts on that? Ah, uh, mixed. Right, it's not it's not an easy. I think that um, opinion. I'm not sure if the set is super important most of the time. Yeah. And I also find, I'll say this, there's a lot of places that can't afford to build a big set. Yeah. Or they don't have someone on staff who's like a really good set builder. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sets look lackluster. Um. And I would say just just let it be what it is. I think people know. I think people mm-hmm. understand when they go in to see a community theater show that the set is not always going to be like this massive thing, yeah. right? We don't have to come out and tell everyone that we're doing it minimalist like it was a choice <laughs> that we had. Yeah. Right? You can just be like, yeah, that was the set. Right. Um at the same time, I think that some people um, should think about show choice and the set that's involved. Right. Or if you're going to do a show that requires a big set, you know, you you gotta you gotta plan for that in advance. Mm-hmm. Every time I see Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. there's like a whole plot point as we probably all know, about how the Beast gives Belle access to the library. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen it be a good reveal. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But I got to tell you, when when it's like... But I don't want I don't want community theaters to not do Beauty and the Beast. I don't either. I don't either. So here's, here's what I'm saying. What I don't want to see is... Like you pull a curtain and there's one shelf of books and then she's like, it's more books than I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life because that is the next line. Right. Um, or like 
one time I saw they just had like three books stacked on each other on stage. And he was like, the library. And she was like, it's more books than I. And yeah. what they were trying to do, I think, is that uh, like the library is out in the theater and like you can't see it because it's across the fourth wall. Okay. Which is fine, but it just was kind of strange that there were just like three books on stage. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that you need to have like a spinning set that reveals yeah. like three tiers of bookshelves mm -hmm. uh, wrapped around the entire theater. What I am saying is you need to plan ahead more than just like, oh, well, people won't give a shit. Because they will. Everybody's going to see that the, and be like, oh. The amount uh, of shit that they will give about that, I think, justifies, to, to be honest, like, it justifies the, like, it is, you will, obviously, like, the audience is going to have that moment of, like, <laughs> like, is that supposed to be a joke? Right. But they will get over it almost within five seconds of, like, it's an element that they can critique I don't know that it make it's not going to make or break. If everything well, else around it, if if the actors no, what are I, amazing, what I'm saying, really what I'm saying is, you just need to have a plan for things like that going in, right? So a lot of places don't have like insane set budgets, and that's fine. But you have to find a way to work around it, right? Yeah, you, you can't just let it. You can't just let it be what it is. Um, you, you know, if you're going to if you're going to go for we're doing this show minimalist because that works with the set budget that we have, then lean into it. Mm -hmm. Like really lean into it. Be Go minimalist on your props. Go minimalist yeah. on your costumes. Go minimalist on your lights even, you know? Like mm -hmm. make it an actual choice, right. not an excuse. Right. Um, which is fine. I'll accept, you know, I accept like Brechtian theater and like reveal the workings of the backstage to the audience and like all that stuff, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it's whatever. If it works, it works. If you can make it work, then it works. Um, you know, that, um, I mean, with how important everything is the that... set to show quality though? I mean, I've seen shows with awful sets that were wonderful shows. And I've seen shows many a time with beautiful, gorgeous sets that were terrible, awful, boring shows. And I that that latter that you talk about is is what I feel is more of a trend. Yeah. Like I'm seeing more of yeah. the like beautiful sets, boring show or like not thoughtful, um, not well done. And I mean that I think that's why I have this prevalent feeling of like the set only lasts like for me it doesn't it only lasts so long that in, the impression that the set makes is so like my, my my audience amnesia is pretty alive and well when it comes to sets i will remember a performance for much longer i will i don't you know what i i what i will come out of a show saying if a, if the sh if if it is well cast if it's well performed if they really, if they deliver, I will never go out of a show saying, oh my God, it was so great, but those sets. I will absolutely walk out of a show and say, well, the sets were good. As a like negative critique. I would walk out of a show and say the sets were bad. Really? 
Yeah. Oh, I, I, it depends on how they're used. That's another thing is like, I just feel like I, I've never, I don't connect with the set. Mm. I would like in a, in a professional space, it is re, I mean, when we're talking Broadway money, the things that they are doing are cool to look at no matter what. That is, it's art. It is like, it is ingenuity. It is smart. It is like, Really, just cool things to see but what know, they can do. I know people on this level around here, like near us, who build sets to that quality. <coughs> How dare you? Um, you? Listen, your mouth noises are way worse than mine. Get out of here. Um, I know people who around here are expert level set builders and build really, really cool stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it, it does. I feel like it does impact the show quality. I feel like, um, but not in the way that people think, right? I like, I would never say that like, oh, it, this show has a beautiful set, so it will be a good show. Yeah. That's not the way. I just feel like people don't know how to use what they have. Yeah. Uh, and they don't build like, oftentimes you don't see like a smart set built. You know, if you have a big show, like, I'm trying to think of a show with, like, a massive set. Lame like, is. baked into the plot. Lame is, right? Yeah. So, okay. So, this is a good, like, real-life anecdotal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when I did Lame is, um, the set builder, who is amazing, his name is Jim, uh, did an incredible job about... Uh, so we needed a barricade. You need a barricade, right? Yeah. So he made the barricade. Um, the barricade was a part of the bridge. Okay. In yeah. the back. Mm-hmm. So we had a bridge for levels, which was also where like uh, the Javert suicide yep. took place and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And the bridge tucked in under that, or the barricade tucked under the bridge. So when we were ready to build the barricade, there were handles that we could grab that were painted to look like they weren't there. And all the barricade boys would grab the handles and we would pull it out and turn it around. And then it would become the barricade for that chunk of the show. Mm -hmm. And then it was on wheels. So we could move it upstage if we needed more room downstage, downstage Mm -hmm. if we were on the barricade. And then when we were done, all we had to do was turn it around and tuck it back under the bridge. Mm -hmm. And it was gone for the rest of the show. Like that's smart, creative set design that improved the quality of the show. Mm Because if we had to bring out like chairs and stuff, most theaters, most community theaters around here at least, um, have like really limited wing space. Yeah. So not only could we not store like big set pieces off stage, but if we had to bring on like if the barricade was like six chairs and a table and we had to like walk them out and like put them on top of each other, that would not be as as good as like mm-hmm. this thing that we had and we were able to do, right? Right. Um so that's like really smart, cool set design. Um, and I think that people don't think about doing like that was an instance where the show was picked and we we knew that we had someone who could come in and build a set that was functional to the show. And people often, I think, don't think about that. You yeah. look at other big set shows like Sunset Boulevard, which famously on Broadway, for those of you who don't know that show, 
had a hydraulic set that moved up and down. Mm-hmm. So it was mostly, the most of the show takes place in the mansion. They had this massive mansion set that took up the whole stage. And then when they were like in a diner, like the mansion would ascend halfway into the ceiling and the diner would be underneath it, which mm-hmm. is like yep. so cool and yeah. magical to witness. Like that's yeah. awesome. It is always really cool to see what they're able to do. Um, But, you know, if you get into a smaller space that doesn't have the room for that, then you got to make some decisions on what are we going to do. I've Like, for that, I I saw a production one time that um, just built stairs, like Mm -hmm. black stairs with, like, the the studio numbers, like you would see on, like, a Hollywood Mm -hmm. lot. Mm -hmm. And that became everything. And it was, like oh, it makes sense, like, stylistically to the show because everything's centered around this, like, early movie Mm -hmm. business. We do need stairs. We have stairs for the... They totally play as, like, the mansion stairs when we're in the mansion, but Mm -hmm. we don't have to do any set changes. And we don't have to be at a diner when we're clearly still in a mansion because we have one set that stays on stage the whole time and we can't change it because we already committed to this big one thing. So that is like maybe not so smart set design, right? Um, so important to the show quality, yes, but not in how like big or flashy it is, how well it's utilized. Yeah, I would say that my I guess my my uh, allegory on this is it's. It impacts, it does impact the quality in the same way that like sprinkles on a Sunday does. I don't know, like it's it's nice to have. It definitely impacts the quality. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't there, you still have a Sunday. Like it's still, it can still be very good. It's like the impact just, I don't think that it is to an audience it is not going to be as impactful. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that because if we strip that concept down to its like most extreme, right? Then you could extrapolate that into like the set really doesn't matter. So why have a set at all? I wouldn't say it doesn't matter. I mean, that's, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that its impact on what an audience takes away at the end of it is just not the most important. It's not what they come for. Sure. Like, I mean, again, I have this theory. I've talked about my theory that the vast majority, like 99.9% of an audience in a show has a connection with somebody that is involved in the show. So they're coming for people. I don't think anyone's coming to see the set, but I, yeah. Like it's a cherry on top. Like it's a nice to have. I don't think that it should like, but I feel like, Sets get more of a budget than probably anything else. In in not in all cases, but in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you think of it it's just, just the on, money is disproportionate it, to the impact. Well, you think of it just by scale, right? Like buying construction materials, which is yes. basically what it is, is more expensive than Great. buying clothes. Uh, in most cases, sure. well, in in the case of like community theater, yeah. Um, you know. We're not going to designer stores to no, dress someone I mean, on stage. But, I get, I get um, that, but then, I mean, what? 
if it if they didn't get as much like I'm not saying no set at all, but again, being a little bit more smart and having to be creative about the space without using the bulk of the budget so that you can invest in the things that audiences care about. You know what I'd love to know? I'd love to know because I don't know. Someone can message me privately about this or email us or shoot email us a message us how on, this works. on TikTok. Um, I'd love to know because I've never really looked into like what set designers get paid in the area or other areas. If you're a set designer somewhere else, let me know what you get paid. Yeah. Because I... Like how, I can't mu- how imagine much for material and how high. much right. are you personally? Right. Because I that's I mean that's the other thing is that there isn't there's the expense of the materials and then I assume that the set designers are in fact paid. Which actually I do I want to get into something else and I haven't seen this a lot but I do know that it exists is how involved non-set designers and non-set builders are in the set building process. Which like I think for the most part, at least for us in community theater, you don't see the cast as involved in that build. But sometimes they do have like a day, maybe a weekend where like they bring the cast in to help with things that you like painting, Mm -hmm. like painting stuff, Mm -hmm. like things that a person can do in order to like help build set. Um, which I, I like to an extent, I, I like that. I think just like bring, like bringing together as many elements, appreciating each other's work. Um, I'm okay with that. I should, I don't think it should be something that's mandatory by any means. Some places make it like you have to come in. It is a part of your rehearsal schedule that you are a part of set building. I don't agree with that, but I do. I just don't go to those. If that ever happens to me, which it has a couple of times, I just don't go. Okay. Yeah, just, I, I, I do go, think it's ah, like. Busy. I mean, sure, it should be. It sh- that shouldn't be mandatory, right? But I do like the idea of being able to kind of share that experience and have a little bit of your DNA in the set as well. Um, sure. But that's only if you want it to be, and that's that's completely acceptable. Sure. I mean, I know people um, who like what they do in this area is they like paint sets. Mm-hmm. Who are quite good at it um, and can add a, a real sense of realism. But yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're just like painting things, you know, flat black or whatever, painting the stage or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you really, yeah, I think I think people should probably be involved if they want to be. Yeah. Um, I think in any cast, there's usually a few people who are like, who know, like at least how to hold a power tool and put a screw into wood. You know what I mean? So, I'm sure there are definitely people that are I not knew me. It when I said it, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, can, I would I, never give you a power tool, but I, I can, I, I can use power tools, and we'll actually we'll talk about in what way I feel more comfortable using them um, later. But for oh set build, God. not no, Trey, get your mind out of my gutter. Um, just for set building, it's a little bit different for me. Um. But. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's something that that people can be involved in. It certainly would help. You know. Yeah. Get, you, you know what? You it doesn't also. About... It also doesn't have to be the cast. It can be just volunteers in well, the you area. Talk, you get, talk, get the community involved. You talked a lot about uh, having a crew. Yeah. In, get the in crew involved. Theater. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have a crew, but no. Um, I I've always 
that we're not that's not what we landed on. I've always I've always it is. Uh actually no, I'm going to stop my 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 father actually texted me because he listened to the episode uh-huh. and he made a good point that I'm shocked I didn't make. Uh-huh. Why it's good to have a crew in your work work uh, I'm going to say this thing and we have to go back to sets. Why it's a good idea to have a crew in your community theater production mm-hmm. is because it gets people in the community who do not necessarily feel comfortable or don't want to be an actor or aren't an an in, that don't fit any of these other things that are like, I'm perfectly capable of helping move a set. I'm perfectly capable of helping, mm. you know, with set dressing and all these things. And I want to be involved in my mm-hmm. community arts program. Mm. And I think w- what a perfect way of doing that with crew, which is mm. less less involved than being a cast mm-hmm. member. And it's something that the vast majority of people can do without feeling like they need to have a certain level of artistic talent. Crews get in the way. We're gonna keep going. No, I, get over I do yourself. Feel like, I do feel like oftentimes, like <clears throat> I've seen cases where a set designer will be like working his ass off, and meanwhile, getting a lot of like, why isn't it done yet from yeah. like the director or the board or whomever. And uh, I do feel like having a set build team. Is, is a very good idea yeah. because often is one person kind of doing right. it all by themselves. So whether that one person is bringing with the know-how in, at least, yeah, one whether that is bringing in actors to take take some of the load off, or you know, hiring even like two or three people to come in, and it's like you're on the set build team, yeah. um, which is more money, but you know, I feel like it's worth it. Um, Sourcing from local companies too, like, do you know any like? Maybe, maybe is there a construction company sure. in your area? Maybe land, like maybe not landscaping exactly, but anybody that's like you know that does you know handy work, you know, I like how you odd, went on like, ta- on landscaping. I don't know why I said landscaping. I I but like contractors, mm-hmm. people who like do this work, like you know, uh, task rabbit type people. Sure, and like inviting them or you know even paying them. To come in and and be a part of their community arts program, yeah. like Why this not? is that's a great outreach, opportunity. Right? Yes. So like that's yeah, that's get their DNA in who, this production so that they want to come yeah. see it and invite people and say, "Hey, yeah. I worked on that." Yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah, that and that's a big thing that I think people don't think about is is another avenue to just yeah. bring people in in the community um, and. Yeah, I think the big part of that for me is exactly what you said. Like you, you, you involve someone, and then they inevitably will be like, especially if they've never like. There's a there's a thing with people who have never done. I'm gonna have to deal with that I'm gonna, Yep. Hold on. Just hold this thought. You talk about whatever. Whatever. Um, yes. I what I think the point that you were trying to make, which is kind of the point I was making, is that. The more people, like the more people that you get involved in anything that they can put in some work towards and feel proud of it, or you know, feel like it's something, just something that they've done that they they want other people to see. The more you get, like they're going to want to come see your show. They might invite, like whether or not, you know. Well, the the point I was getting to is, have you ever seen anyone? Like, have you ever seen this actually happen? Because I have, and it's pretty. Amazing. Seen what happened? Where Somebody like someone who like, yeah, has never done theater before ever, ever, mm-hmm. 
comes in and like builds a part of the set, right? It's this really wild thing that we don't think about as actors because we've done this mm-hmm. so much, or like the- theater professionals, if you want to call it that, right? Community theater, theater professionals, right? Yeah. Where it's like artists. This this person will come in, and it'll be the first thing that they've ever worked on, and they will they they will be more the most proud person in the building yeah of what has been created and they will sincerely tell everyone in their mm-hmm. life that like hey you should come see this because yeah. like I, I worked on it and i think it's pretty cool and like they're doing all this like singing and dancing and i helped build that wall yeah and you should come see it and it's such a big outreach like i've known people who have like built part of a set mm-hmm. who have been like you know i have like four people in the audience tonight yeah to see the show yeah. i know people people and, come and, for people and kind of like on that same level right because i'm hiring orchestras all the time mm-hmm. i'll often have like an orchestra member who's like oh like my family's here tonight that's great and it's mm-hmm. like we love that it's like oh you know it's like oh you're like you know all you you've done to this point is like play jazz in the city. Right. And now you're here doing this and you think it's cool. And now you're bringing people to see it. And like, that is the coolest thing in the world to get more people involved. And then that, you know, that can only extrapolate out. Maybe somebody brings their wife and their kid and their kid goes, Oh my gosh, this is magical. And then they start doing theater. And this is how, this is how we spread our virus. I wouldn't let's not call it a virus, but let's say this is how we make theater more accessible to the world. Being, what did I like, say? I said that. Being visible, like getting as much right. visibility is how you increase accessibility to an extent that like there's also other things around being accessible. Right. But visibility is a is a huge first step. So like these are like finding these opportunities where you don't necessarily have to be an actor or a singer or a dancer or or a director or any of these things in order to be involved in your community arts. And like a lot of them come away really proud of it. I mean, I worked a couple times last year um, with a guy um, who I absolutely adore and will hire a million more times mm-hmm. as long as he's free. As with, honestly, most of the people, this is just a little aside, most of the musicians I worked with in the last year that I, like, hired, mostly just, like, phenomenal. Yeah. I really will hire all of them. But uh, there's one guy, and he ended up, it was was our summer show, and his wife and his two kids came, one kid, Mm -hmm. two kids. There were kids. And he was- Or was there a kid? He was- he was like, this is important to like, the story. I think it was kid. It's but integral. He was like, can I bring my kid like down into the pit? Oh, that's so cute. And I was like, absolutely. Like, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and he brought his kid down and who was just like fascinated by the yeah. goings on of the theater. And I, I gave a little tour and, you know, that's that's how you get people involved. Yeah. I remember, I mean, the first show I ever saw on the community level, right? Was because, like, I think my dad was, like, friends with somebody at church who was, like, in a production of The Music Man. And so we went to see it. And I was just like, yeah, I want to, I think I want to do that. Yeah. That seems fun. It's that easy. Right. It really is that easy. Um, 
Yeah. So I think that's great. So the other side of building, we've mm-hmm. been talking a lot about creating. Yes. And now we must talk about destroying. Yes. Strike <laughs> is, um, this is another thing I, I personally go back and forth on a lot and could mm. use some external opinions on. Is that me? You are a part of it. Okay. Yes. I I certainly do take your opinion and consider it. Um so I go back and forth on the idea of requiring cast or whether or not cast should feel obligated to participate in a strike. I I really just go back and forth on it. Community theater casts should be involved with strike. That's where I'm at with it. Okay, go on. Let me hear your thoughts. Uh, there's so many people there and you're just taking shit apart and we all want to leave. We all just want to be done and leave. Please just stay and do your part. Yeah. That seems like I I hear that, but at the same time I'm kind of like why I don't know. I I I do agree with it, but at the same time I'm kind of just like why don't you have the people that actually like do these things mm-hmm. do it? Mm-hmm. And like I, I when I was talking about power tools earlier, I feel much safer. Like I feel better about take like using power tool to like take a screw out than put a screw in. There's just I something a little think, bit harder about it. I just think uh, like that's, I can do it. That's like a too many cooks in the kitchen thing. If you have too many people trying to take apart walls, like whatever, but like. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are involved in a community theater strike, right? Like, so it's yes. not just taking apart, like taking apart the set as far as like using drills and, and stuff. It's also just like carrying trash out, vacuuming the floor, cleaning up the costume rooms. Yeah. These are things that, that we can all help with. I think, um, and I'm fine with it. Like when, if I'm told to do it, I will do it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I won't throw a stink about it or be like, no. well, I, the only thing I will do, and this is how I got out of strike once, but it was, this is a legitimate thing, is by hosting the cast party. You get to leave early if you're hosting a cast That's party. That's right. I'll so, tell that story. This is yeah, a good go segue. It. Yeah. This was the, <laughs> this was the most angry I've ever been at the end of a theater process. So we ended American Idiot. And Adam gets a pass on this. Sure do. Because he was hosting the cast That's party. Exa- and I wanted to host the cast party because I Which turned to into like such a shit show. Kind of, but it's fine. <laughs> that's it wasn't a, to- a shit that's show. a totally different story. It wasn't a shit show. I just remember your downstairs neighbor coming upstairs and being like, you guys need to be quiet. And then your roommate taking the oven door and just <laughs> repeatedly slamming yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. That was... It was not a smart move on either of their ends. At the end of the day, it didn't really matter. Um, um, I handled it, is what I will say. Very funny. Um, but, uh, so, you know, we were uh, getting the set down. The set was very minimal. So we had told everyone, like, okay, like, a lot of this is just, like, helping load stuff out. Uh, Sam, producer Sam, and I I've heard of him. had mm-hmm. gone down the street to uh, return, years have passed now, I could say this, return a mixing console that we had bought and used for the show, and we're now returning to get our mm-hmm. money back. Yep. Uh, very budget theater. Uh, was, yeah. And uh, we're in the car. We drove, 
maybe a mile down Mass Ave. Mm-hmm. We're in the car and we're like, all right, well, we'll get back. Uh, we'll Everyone will help. So th- loading the drums and bass amp and drum shield and all this stuff into the car is going to take all of 12 seconds mm-hmm. because there were like 20 people like 20 in the people, cast. Yeah. And we were like, if everybody grabs one thing and I just like Tetris it in the car, we'll be done in five seconds. And I showed back up at the space and we walked inside and the only person there was Tim. Yeah. And we were like, where the fuck is everybody? And Tim goes, everybody left. <laughs> and we were like, why didn't you leave? And he was like, thought you guys might need help. <laughs> this is this is Tim from our, our Tim from guest, previous ep- from episode. previous yes. guest episode who talked um, about um, helping out <laughs> youth in theater. So, so we angry loaded the car you have to also understand that this this space was all stairs yeah to get to the stage so we're just walking up and down like two flights of stairs you can only carry so many drums at a time mm-hmm. so we made like uh, probably at least 25 trips up and down the stairs finally got everything loaded in most everything uh loaded into the car drove to Adam's apartment, walked in, and we're just like, where the fuck did you guys go? And everybody was already drunk by this point. So we were like, yeah. okay, moving on. But uh that's what it was. You know, that's not why you should help with strike. You yeah, I I see that, but I also like I also see the like, I guess we're just waiting here for 10 minutes doing nothing. Right. Just it's fine. Instead we could be at a cool apartment with our cool friend getting drunk. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. it. Uh, I mean, it's 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 called like having priorities. I know, I know. <laughs> like they they absolutely should have helped you. I agree with that. But I I don't know. For me, I'm just like this doesn't feel like me work. Like this doesn't feel like things I should be doing. And a, a lot of time, like, I don't know when it, I mean, even, I understand that because one time we were in Orlando and we got out of the car this. right as we were right as we we flew in and we got our rental car and we drove to our like condo we were staying in. And I was taking out all of the suitcases and I said, Adam, can you help? And Adam turned around with one plastic bag in his hand and said, my hands are full and then walked inside. I don't remember that. <laughs> yes, you do. I I don't remember it, but I believe it. That sounds like something I would have done. And I was like, oh, he's doing a bit. And then you never came back. I was doing a bit, but I committed. Like, I remember you being like, it. I, I was like, it was definitely something where I knew I was being a total asshole. And I was like, no, no, no. You know, it's even funnier if I don't go back and get my own bags. Um, and it was funny. And I'm glad that it's something that stuck in your mind as something hilarious. I think, about, but it, like I, I get, well, I think about, I, I think about like week. really, well, really, even some of the most organized strikes that I've been a part of, which I always sign up for, like vacuuming, like make sure, yeah, vacuuming in the sand. Um, make sure that the like men's green room is cleaned out, which is super easy because I'm literally just like, hey guys, like get your shit out of here. That's all <laughs> That's all I want you to do. Mm-hmm. Or else I'm throwing it out into the the hallway and somebody else can fucking deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair. So like things, like I will never be like actually striking the set mm-hmm. because 
oftentimes what I see, like that is you've got the set builder there and they're just like kind of like overwhelmed with like people just saying, what do I do? Like, what oh, do you and want I, me to do? I get that. Every time I play drums for anything, particularly shows, inevitably during strike, people will be like, can we help you move out? And I'll be like, yeah. In 15 minutes when I break down all this shit, and then they go, they stand there for a solid five minutes watching me break down my stuff. And by the time I've gotten well, it all broken down, do? everyone's gone. <laughs> what are they supposed to do? Patience. They're supposed Just to have wait there patience. for I, They like, asked. Call me when you're done. Sit here for 15 minutes. I would do that. After, especially after like, I don't know, you're coming off the high of your last show. You're excited for the cast party. I I just get the emotions of like, this is the last fucking thing I want to do. Let's make it quick. Yeah. And like, even again, even the most efficient one, honestly, the the best planned ones, I I mean, I enjoy it more. But at the end, I'm like, okay, I did my thing. I guess I'm just going to sit here for 30 minutes while everything else happens and starve. <laughs> no, that's not fun. That's not what you want to do after your last show. Like everything can't be fun. I I think when it comes to like literally you you have finished your final show and you're about to have your cast party, that can be fun. Make it as fun as possible. That's like that's your that's that's the biggest rush to me. Like that's the most fun of like being proud of yourself, yeah. celebrating that work. Striking the set. Striking the set isn't fun and it just kind of puts a damper on all of it. I get like I I get the responsibility that should be there. Sure, it's necessary. There's maybe there's just got to be a better way. There's just got to be a better way of doing all of this. Next time you're in a show with me, I'll give you like a, a set of headphones and like a dance playlist, just so I can make it more fun for you. Yeah, to strike the set. That's something. That's anything. I maybe it can be like once you're done with your thing, like we're ready to go. Like I don't care. Like. I don't know, like, have the food ready. Uh, something. Like, once you're done with your thing, you can leave. Yeah, the problem is that's not very equitable to the rest of the cast, right? Then so, make like, the if jobs you're going, equitable. If you're going to a cast party, and this has happened to me before, too. There's one instance, but I won't call it out, um, where, like, a bunch of us were taking apart the set, mm -hmm. and other people had, like, smaller jobs. Take out the trash, vacuum the floor, right? And those people, when they finished their jobs, left and went to the cast party, and by the time those of us got there who were taking apart the set, there was no food left. Okay, well that's a that's a problem with whoever was hosting the cast party yes, because it that is. was not an issue at my any of my cast parties. And and that's great, but I'm just saying it's part of it. It's just a part of it. It shouldn't be. Sit around and wait. I think that's it should a, be. That's not a strike issue. That's in a fact, cast party issue, which we'll, fact, we'll get I to think, I think, in season 2. I think strike should go longer. No, now now you now no. you've changed my mind. I Absolutely think strike should not. be a full 24 hours and you shouldn't be able to leave the building. I think if you're going to do a strike like that, just make the jobs equitable. Yeah. Like it and say the this these jobs should each take 15 minutes. And when you're done with your 15 minutes, leave. Leave. Like the like go have fun. Go enjoy the work that you've put in. You're tired, probably a little bit. Swe I'm sweaty, and I need to like air out and then go and have fun at a cast party. Listen, it's never going to be that way. 
I, it, no, no, no. We do not say that when it comes to arts, that it will never be that way. We will always work to try to make it better. That's the point. I think... Yeah. We can find ways of making it better, but just saying, like, strike sucks, get over it. I don't know. Like, find a way. Like, we want community theater to be enjoyable. Don't make the best part of it, like, drag. Don't drag that, the like... Right, I don't like know. Like right at that core moment. I don't know. I don't know if this is the hill to die moment. on. I don't think. I'm not is... saying it's a. Hill, it's not my hill that I die on. I'm not saying I would like ruins community theater. I'm just saying like it sucks and it can be better. I don't think it can. Yeah, I think, I think it it's can. fine. It varies strike to just strike. Just make sure, make sure your it's job, fine. like strike, should be done for the cast after X amount of time. So the set designer should have to just stick around. Well, if if you are not if if this they should be coordinating with the stage manager mm-hmm. who usually plans strike mm-hmm. and say what how how do we do this efficiently mm-hmm. in like we're giving everyone reasonable tasks to do mm-hmm. if vacuuming only takes five minutes great you're vacuuming three rooms so that like the fifteen minutes that it would take for somebody to take screws out you've done it about the same time. Find a way of making it as equitable so that everyone is about done at the same time and there isn't more that needs to be done. So we can say, strike takes 15, 20 minutes, get out. Instead of like, and three hours later, now you can go to the cast party and everyone's, some people have been sitting around for an hour and a half, usually me. Talk to people. I've been talking to, I want to talk to these, I do want to talk to these people with a drink in my hand and food in my belly. Is nope. that so wrong? I'm Is that so wrong to want? With you on this. There's I'm a lot of things you won't agree with, with me on. This. It doesn't mean you're right. Actually, most of the time you're wrong. I don't know if that's true. I do. So, so what we're saying? Oh, is, so no, no, no. Okay. So what we're saying is reviews should be honest and written online. You should never have a crew. Reviews should be honest and, and not put out publicly. <laughs> crews are definitely an important <laughs> thing to put in community theater. <laughs> Let's go, go back for to eight hours. No. Let's, but let's also, there, beyond how cast members are involved in Strike, one thing that I want to talk about is what is done with these sets sure. post-show, which is one of two things, and I think that there are better ways that we can go about this as well. Um, neither of them really are are great for me. Um, besides, if they ignore this if this is a rented set, but um, usually if it's, you know, b- built-in house, it's either just like completely thrown out or it sits in storage forever and isn't touched. And mm-hmm. what I want to see more of is um, some kind of like sharing system. It could be a renting system or whatever. But does does another theater require some of those set pieces or anything that they can use salvage from that? Like, is there like is your your local school? doing something like is there a way that you can kind of share that so it's not just sitting there doing nothing until you redo the show in 30 years i think i see well i see a lot of theaters doing a lot of different things but i think i see a lot of theaters needing to reuse materials again it's basically construction materials right so these things are expensive so a lot of theaters will take things apart in a way where you can reuse the materials for the next show Sure. Um, I do know of a couple theaters that have like full sets sitting in storage. 
And I think that's fine. If you have a place to store it, I think it's fine. Such a waste. Such a it does waste. seem like a bit to of do, a waste. W- until what? What are you um, waiting for? You're not redoing that a, show for a, a very of, long time. A lot time. of time it, it almost feels like an ego thing to be like, look, <sighs> there's our castle. You know what I mean? Cool. Uh, Put it in a museum. But also like transporting large sets like that that would actually be useful is a little difficult sometimes. And often if they're built in the space for the space, they're not made to be like dissembled for travel, right? So they can't fit in like a van. Sure. But I do think that that's an avenue that a lot of theaters don't think about is like, oh, like we could rent some of these out. Yeah. Like we built this thing and we could rent it out to like a school. Yeah. I wouldn't love the idea, I think, just kind of knee-jerk reaction of a theater renting, like a community theater renting a set to another community theater. Why? Uh, because it feels a little we're better than you. I don't. I think I borrowing don't is fine. I think if somebody was like, I would rather. Oh, borrow. you're doing you're doing like Miss Saigon, and you need the helicopter. We have it. You should just take it and use it. I would. I would personally rather sharing. Yes. Like borrow. I would rather that in general because again, it's a community but arts does, program. Doesn't that feel a little bit like if one theater was like, oh, you're doing. You know, you're doing Miss Saigon. We have the helicopter because we got the helicopter. Why don't you pay us five hundred dollars and you can use it for your show? I get. I like. It, sure, if you say anything with that shitty inflection, everything sounds bad. That's how I say things. I'm well aware, um, but I like. I I can see saying like, you know, we're happy to share this with you. Like, this isn't. I mean, it's a money making opportunity. Like I, again, I do think that I would I would much rather community theaters share with each other and say mm-hmm. like, you, you can have like we're not using it, you can have it, yeah, and we we want you to succeed and do well. Yeah. I also completely understand the fact that like, this is an opportunity to make a little bit of money that can go towards a, a budget for that goes to community arts. I get it. I don't know that it should come from other community arts right. programs. Right. Um. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like that, but like with schools that have a budget that comes through the district or whatever. Sometimes, well, my school did not. With the schools that do, then I think it's totally valid to be like, yeah, you want to rent this set so you don't have to build one, because schools often also have limited resources. Even if oh, they yeah, do have absolutely. a budget, they have limited resources. Yeah, um, and limited people. You know, yeah. You, when we're talking about building a set, you definitely don't want to put power tools in the hands of a high schooler and just be no. like, uh, just yeah. go for it, figure it we out. We always had parent volunteers. Right. Um, and I will say that I'm seeing a more schools like hire a set designer who will like essentially run like an extracurricular like set design course for oh, some of the students. Lovely. It's awesome. I it's like awesome. that a lot. Um, it's Yeah, it's really great. And the, the set designers I know who do that are really 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 good at it at like not giving the students more than they can handle Mm -hmm. really making them feel like they well really teaching them something not making them feel like they've learned something really teaching them something about it and also making them feel at the end of the day like they really accomplished something yeah um so i think that's cool um yeah so that's sets yeah sets set building strike longer strikes i think is what we (sighs) God no, I w- but I again I'm not 
I'm I'm very wishy washy on the whole strike, like cats involved in strike thing. I it just really is my like, God, I don't want to do it. I hate it so much. Like, there's got to be a better way. Why why me? Um, so I would love to hear your thoughts from our audience about, you know, is there is there more of a theory to why cast should be involved in strike than just it is a it makes it easier for everybody else. It feels like a duty that like just be a good nice person. Is there something else there? Um, you can let us know by it's emailing a community us. Community activity. It I'll is a community. Stop. That's a good. No, it's a good point. Uh, like I don't. I just don't like it. Huh. I just don't like it. Crazy that you wouldn't like it. I feel like that would be your favorite part. <laughs> yeah, of the exactly. Um, but as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted during the most important part of the podcasting process. You can email us at theatermandate at gmail.com, theatermandate, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can um, engage with us on our social media platforms. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, our handle is the theater mandate. It's all one word theater mandate. And we are producing content daily as of today for the past week. Yay. So, yeah. I've been on top of it every so single day. Um, I, I found a better, I found a better process. That's just so much easier oh, and it's actually working a lot better. Um, so yes, please follow us on all of those platforms and feel free to engage with us. We do have some, some, great followers who love to comment on our stuff and we really I appreciate love you it when people comment and write in every time i'm just gonna say it it makes me so happy yeah so if you you're now responsible for my joy okay well easy easy there <laughs> um yes yeah, so again please please follow us we really appreciate it um tell all of your friends share our content if you would like our content's funny and yeah. i say that as our content creator we're i'm funny. hilarious Okay, bye, Adam. Bye, Trey. <laughs>